You're listening to Lessons from the Boardroom, a business podcast with Kevin Minton, CEO of Chief Executive Boards. Hello, I'm Kevin Minton, and welcome to our podcast, where we will talk with business owners about their journeys and the lessons they've picked up along the way. Our guest today is Zoltan Kovacs, who is the president of Param Electric in the great state of Ohio. Zoltan and I have been acquainted going on seven years through our relationship with chief executive boards, and we're excited about hosting him on our show today as he shares his career and personal journey since joining Param Electric straight out of college. I'm looking forward to our conversation where we'll dive into some of the challenges, successes, and lessons that he's learned along the way. Please join me in welcoming our guest, Zoltan Kovacs. Zoltan, it's a pleasure to be with you, and welcome to our podcast today. Thanks, Kevin. I appreciate it. Hey, Zoltan, just so our listeners can get to know you a bit, I'd like to ask you to please take a moment to share some personal background about yourself before we get started discussing your career with Param Electric. All right. Well, thanks. So, uh, yeah, as Kevin said, here in Ohio, um, born born in, and raised um born in the Cleveland area in Olmstead, or uh, lived, grew up in Olmstead Falls in the Cleveland area there. Um, worked my way down south, currently live in Orville, which is the hometown of Smuckers and Bobby Knight are two big claims to fame. Um, pretty easy commute from uh, from home to our office up here in Wadsworth. Uh, nice, nice country road commute, so not too shabby in the morning. Uh, I've been married 14 years to my wife, Jamie. And uh, I've got uh, three grown stepkids, uh, Brandon, who's 29, Taylor's 26, and Alyssa is 23. Um, we could have been empty nesters, but uh, we hit the reset button a little while back and uh, got uh, three little ones that we started from scratch. Um, Zoe, who's nine, and then uh, eight-year-old twins, Gracie and Zoltan. So um, the other fun fact here is that... Uh, uh, recently became a grandfather, Taylor, who got married uh, uh, this spring during all the beginning of the COVID madness. Um, she uh, brought along a, uh, a four-year-old stepson, Vincent, and uh, she's going to add one more coming up here in March. So um, that's going to that's going to help keep us uh, extra busy. Congratulations, uh, Zoltan, and. Um... You know, it's it's always nice to be surrounded by family and and so forth, and and uh, it sounds like you've got uh, quite a qu- quite a uh, a group there uh, uh, to help you to to get through the COVID situation. Hey Zoltan, <laughs> yeah. hey Zoltan, uh, let's let's dive into uh, your business uh, a little bit, and if I could, let's just ask you to share a little bit about you know what do you guys do at Param Electric. Okay, so uh, Param Electric is a uh, we're we're a heavy highway electrical contractor. Um, we work all over Ohio and Western Pennsylvania. Our specialty is traffic signals, highway lighting, outdoor lighting, airport lighting, and ITS systems. So all the the cameras and the big fancy signs you see on the highways there. So basically, lots of government work. Um, you know, our our biggest uh, customer is the DOT do a lot of work for various cities, municipalities, and, and uh, other government agencies. Um, we've also got a subsidiary, com- subsidiary company, Lampion Companies, and uh, Lampion does a lot of the same type of work, but on the service side, 
and for uh, private uh, private entities, developers, and, and things like that. Um, Lampion also does a lot of work on uh, LED lighting upgrades in various commercial, industrial, and institutional uh, uh, buildings. So we've been around since uh, since 1986, and uh, I uh, have been the president since 2009. So Zoltan, uh, thanks for sharing the background on the company. How did you get started in this business? Um, as you said, it was right out of college. Um, I was uh, I went to Kettering University, which is formerly GMI. Uh, got my uh, uh, BS of electrical engineering. Um, finishing that up in 1998 and uh, happened to bump into the, the founder of our company, or my former boss uh, Dale Parham, and. Um, he hired me on and um, kind of worked my way through the uh, through the fund and uh, became, like I said, became president in 2009. Um, five of us bought the company from Dale and Joe Parham, who were the uh, the founders. Uh, we were all long term employees, and um, he gave us the opportunity to, uh, uh, I guess, take over and. Um, uh, continue, you know, what we were hoping to be would be continuing su- success that he had set up. So you've been the president since 2009, and it sounds like you've had enough time uh, under your belt now to experience uh, quite a few obstacles, hurdles, challenges, successes, things like that. And uh, 2009, as I recall, we were in a bit of a uh, a financial uh, recession at that time. That must have been an exciting time to uh, want to jump in and buy a company. Yeah, yeah, it uh, was definitely a, <laughs> definitely a challenge. <laughs> so it, um, you know, it, it was yeah, we were definitely kind of kind of you know I think waist deep in the recession there, and um, you know, like you said, it's definitely uh, definitely a challenge, especially especially having no idea what the heck I was doing. Um, you know, honestly, looking back on it, it was, it was probably the worst time, but it was also the best time to do it. Um, learned a lot of good lessons early on in leading a business during a tough time. Um, you know, it, uh, it, it was a quick baptism by fire and, um, you know, picked up a lot of, had to pick up a lot of knowledge quickly. I mean, I was used to managing projects and people at a certain level. Um, but beyond that, I, you know, uh, kind of kicked the responsibility up the chain to, to Dale. Um, you know, at, at 2009, I had to start doing it at a whole nother level, being literally responsible for, for everything, not just my projects, but everybody else's projects and all the other um, uh, belly buttons that we were sending paychecks to every week. Yeah, what, um, a, what, a, what a transition uh, that must have been. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was a little scary. Um, but you know, looking back on it, uh, I, I didn't know any better. <laughs> All I knew is I had to, I had to uh, figure out a way to succeed. So, speaking of challenges, what's been the biggest challenge you faced so far uh, in in being the president of Param Electric and, and Lampion? Well, it it um, you know, aside from aside from the complications of of making sure that. Uh, uh, that our, our, our company succeeded and we stayed in the black every year and all that kind of fun stuff, you know, it became, it came into a situation where I was, you know, probably one of the younger guys in the company leading older 
guys, much more tenured guys, people that have been there much longer than I had. Um, so that came with its challenges, uh, just um, uh, trying to get that right. Um, learning to be a little bit of all things. Like I said, the, the main thing I'd been responsible for at that time was, was my projects and, and my people. So, you know, managing and leading, uh, leading that little, you know, segment of the company to all of a sudden having to be a little bit of everything. I had to be part electrician, part accountant, part employment attorney, part construction attorney, a coach, a cheerleader, and then having to change, change your hat at a moment's notice. So, you know, one phone call, one email, one, uh, one knock at the door at the office and, and all of a sudden you got to take the hat off, uh, you know, or the multiple hats you were wearing at that time and, and change and, uh, do something completely different, um, while trying to, uh, while trying to figure it out. Yeah. That must've been a real trick trying to come in as the young guy and to be leading a bunch of tenured individuals, uh, in, in a company Zoltan. And, uh, and, and like you said, now, now you're wearing multiple hats in a situation like that and try to learn along the way as, as you go. How did you, how did you face that challenge, Zoltan? How did you, how did you work your way through that and how did you overcome it? Well, I did have, I had a lot of help, um, from Dale, uh, Dale Parham, the founder. Um, you know, he helped out a lot. Um, I mean, he still at the time had some, you know, even though we, we own the, the business, he still had some financial stake through the way our, our buyout was structured. So, you know, he had an interest to make sure that we didn't crash and burn. Um, so he helped out a lot. Um, you know, he phased himself out, you know, relatively quickly, but he made himself available whenever, whenever we needed him for, for whatever. And he still does, you know, I can call on him anytime for, for help or advice. So, you know, that helped a lot. Um, you know, I just kind of, uh, you know, hard work and dedication to, to learning and getting better, um, was always at the, at the top of my list of things to do. Um, you know, there's failure wasn't an option because I didn't want to crush a 25 year legacy that Dale had built, um, right off the bat. So, um, you know, looking back, uh, there was a song to kind of feel like it, it fit the situation just about right. Uh, the Avett brothers had a song called head full of doubt and road full of promise. And, um, you know, at the time, at the time I certainly had some, some healthy doubts in myself and our situation. Um, and you know, the things I was doing, the decisions I was making was going to help us succeed. Um, I wouldn't say it was really a lack of confidence or in myself or, or control, like a complete lack of, of confidence. But, you know, I did ask myself more than a few times, like, holy crap, what did I get myself into? Um, and then, you know, constantly trying to analyze results to see if what I had done could have been better and then learning from learning from uh, the successes and the mistakes. Um, you know, the, the leading the company always seemed easy and natural to Dale. Um, and I was always worried that I wasn't going to be able to get there, you know, to that, that point where I was going to be able to feel a little bit comfortable doing what I was doing. Um, but based on my experience now, I, you know, I feel a lot more confident in what I do, but I realize that, you know, leadership, it's a lot of times like watching a duck on a pond where they look calm and kind of mellow on the surface, but below the surface, they're feet are turning a million miles an hour. So, um, you know, I, I guess I, hoping that I took that fear of failure and didn't, you know, I didn't let it paralyze me, but I kind of channeled it into my process to, 
you know, there was that road full of promise ahead of us and just, you know, there was opportunities to take, take advantage of and, um, just try to learn from all the, all the mistakes and, and successes and, um, you know, build on, on some more success. So it, it sounds like you've had some challenges along the way, and it's been nice that Dale has been there to sort of be a mentor and, and an ear to lean on when, you know, you needed some guidance and some help. And I'm sure Dale uh, was keen enough to know when to sort of back away and, and let you uh, let, let you make your mistakes as, as you went through the journey. And now that you've been in the seat for, what, 12 years now, it sounds like? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you, you've, you've had enough time under your belt, uh, to make plenty of, of, of mistakes. What would you, what would you say you took away from this? What, what did you learn? You, you mentioned some learnings a while ago, uh, as you, you know, as you made those mistakes or you went through those challenges, what did, uh, what did you learn from all of that? Uh, and what would you take away from that experience so far? Well, I mean, one of the, one of the big things was, you know, getting, getting thrown in and starting to run a business right away during, during some, some tougher times. Um, you know, everything was, was kind of lean and, and we had to figure out ways to get leaner and, um, figure out a way to, to, to keep all our people busy and, and happy. Um, you know, so, so running a business during tough times and, you know, this, this year has been no exception and, you know, doing all that, you know, it's the, the external forces are, are, are tough. And then there's always internal forces too. You know, you got a lot of different personalities you're dealing with and, you know, sometimes there's more than one personality and per person. Um, so, um, you know, trying to, uh, trying to put all that together and, um, and keep heading, heading forward, um, not letting your fear of failure, not letting your fear of making a mistake paralyze you. Uh, it, you know, it's important to just do something, anything that you think is going to move you ahead. Don't, you know, sitting still isn't going to get you anywhere. So, um, you know, whatever it is, when there's a decision in front of you, make that decision and, um, you know, right, wrong or indifferent, learn from it. And, um, uh, keep moving forward and, and then, you know, ultimately never stop learning and never stop trying, um, where there's a will, there's a way, but, uh, you gotta keep, you know, you never, you've never learned everything there is to know. So, you know, keep reading, keep hearing, keep listening, keep talking to people. And CEBI was another one of those resources that's been, you know, that helped me along the way, um, immensely. It's, it's, you know, helped me, help me become a better leader and, uh, and manager of, of people and, and business and everything else. So Zoltan, let's, let's turn the tables here a little bit. We've talked a little bit about, uh, what you've been fa- faced with as far as challenges and how you've overcome that. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, over the last 12 years or so, what's been your biggest success along the way? Um, you know, ultimately, you know, one of the, one of the things I'm kind of proud of and, and happy about is, is despite all the stuff early on and everything going on, we managed to, uh, grow our balance sheet a little bit every year, you know, and early on, it wasn't necessarily any kind of leaps and bounds, but, um, you know, we managed to stay in the black and, and, and push things forward. And, um, uh, you know, last couple of years, last several years, we've, we've found even more success. 
And part of that came through rebuilding Lampion Companies, um, which I mentioned is a, uh, a subsidiary company. Um, Lampion, um, you know, way back when did quite a bit of business, and and with the recession, it kind of dropped to about 10% of its its top revenue. So the recession really sucked a lot of air out of out of that part of the organization. Um, you know, work used to walk in the door based on some of the relationships we had. And uh, with the recession, you know, some of the private developers and building general contractors that um, that we had worked with, those relationships, you know, kind of whether they, they went away uh, or they changed, um, uh, you know, basically the work there for Lampion just dried up. So, you know, traditionally as a, a, we're a heavy highway electrical contractor, again, um, but... Uh, I saw an opportunity with the LED retrofitting in a in a lighter commercial market that we weren't used to doing. Um, so, decided to turn Lampion into more of a sales driven organization instead of, you know, uh, bids and just letting the work walk in the door. So, um, I hired a guy. Uh, the first guy we hired was a it was, um, you know, I I failed miserably in in picking this guy. It didn't didn't work out at all. But I learned a lot through the process and and that. You know, despite that, it helped spark kind of the 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 resurgence of of Lampion companies. Um, hired another guy, a uh, sales sales slash project management person, um, and he's been doing a great job. And uh, it's really it's really uh, been taken off for us. Um, we're back to where we were, and then some. So uh, you know, I'm proud of that. Um, so you know, ultimately. Know, just building a great team with great people. Um, you know, we already had a lot of experienced people, um, and uh, just built on that. So I'm sure building up uh, Lampion back to its former self, and and then some, and then uh, also leading towards uh, improving that balance sheet has certainly helped you to weather the the, the COVID storm as as well. Has that uh, has has that sort of contributed to your success? And and if so, just help me trace back what what can you identify that sort of contributed to this success? Um, you know, a lot of a lot of hard work and, and planning. Um, you know, we were coming into COVID. We were kind of you know we were riding a, a huge wave of of uh, you know positive momentum with just. Uh, just the market and our backlog and all that kind of stuff. Um, we were essential workers. Ohio, we never skipped a beat. I mean, it seems like we almost kept accelerating. So, you know, knock on wood, it's going to continue for us. I'm, I'm a little concerned about what's coming next year. But, uh, again, that goes back to, you know, planning. So, you know, looking looking now at, at what's going to happen next year um, and trying to figure put some of those pieces of the puzzle together. Um, you know, some of the other things too is kind of you know, willing to undertake some 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 paradigm shifts, I guess, um, doing new things in new markets. Uh, we'd never really had a sales oriented anything, um, but because we're used to public bids, you know, uh, a set of plants comes out and they advertise it, we bid it, and then uh, we're either the low bidder or we're not, and uh, then we we move on or we do a job. Um, so you know that's one of those one of those paradigm shifts. Um, another thing that um, has helped us, I, I would say, is is kind of just raising prices. 
Um, you know, not going all willy nilly and just throwing crazy numbers on stuff, but looking at looking at where we were leaving money on the table, especially with public bidding, we you know we know what the results are. We know where we left money on the table if we were the low bidder. We know where we were at if we weren't, and um, you know, realizing that all those jobs that we were doing, um, there's more money out there to be had. So just kind of analyzing that a little bit. And even just a, a modest increase in your price has a significant, significant impact on your bottom line. So, um, you know, just adding a, adding a lick, little extra profit at the end of the end of the bidding process, and that's, I mean, that really helped catalyze a lot of uh, a lot of good things for us. So, um, and then you know, uh, just kind of licking licking your wounds and learning from your failures, and you know, you got a little bit of extra experience under your belt and uh, helps you build upon upon those lessons and those failures. You know, you mentioned something. You never stop uh, learning your lessons uh, along the way. And it sounds like you took a long-term view and perspective towards where you wanted to take the company and where you wanted to get to. And uh, you never let uh, hurdles and obstacles uh, sort of get in your way of, you know, like you said, being paralyzed to make a decision, right, wrong, or indifferent. And, uh, and, and a lot of people tend to get stagnant sometimes when they're, when they're faced with those kind of challenges or obstacles or, or so forth. And, you know, and and you've had some nice success uh, along the way. And now that you've been down this road a bit, Zoltan, how do you think this journey has affected your personal life and maybe your personal relationships? Um, probably had a a bigger effect on me earlier on when I was so focused on the, uh, on, on just succeeding and and not failing. Um, uh, at that time, you know, we were relatively newlywed and, uh, we're just starting out with, uh, uh, with, with kids and, and thinking about having kids and all that kind of stuff. So, so all that time, all that stress, all that, um, thinking, you know, it definitely had an impact on, on the relationship between, you know, myself and my wife. And, uh, um, you know, it, uh, once, once Zoe was born and, uh, you know, I'm still at the office at, at, you know, whatever time in, in the evening and, uh, getting home late and, um, all that kind of stuff. I, I started to realize that, uh, you know, there's, you know, there's, even though you gotta, gotta do this, you, these are all things you have to do. There's a better way to do it. And, um, just kind of refocused myself and my, uh, approach to trying to separate work from work from home and, um, you know, adjusted my work schedule just, you know, coming in earlier and, and so I could go home a little earlier and get home at a decent time and, and spend time with, with the little ones and, um, you know, trying to, trying to step away and wherever possible, shut my brain off and, uh, try to, try to be there with the, uh, with the family instead of, uh, having, uh, half my, uh, brain at home and half my brain still at the office. So that was, that was a learning lesson for me, uh, back then. So I feel better about that nowadays. Um, and trying to separate, you know, trying to separate, uh, the two chunks of my life there. So if you so if you had a chance to do it all over again, Zoltan, what's the one thing that you would do different or change? 
you know, in my in my head, that's probably one of the biggest things. Um, you know, there's well, I, there, yeah. You know, you asked me for one thing, so <laughs> I was gonna say it. I, uh, you know, I, I wish I had CEBI before I uh, I started as uh, as an owner and uh, president of the company. That would have helped me gear myself a little bit better towards um, knowing and understanding some of these things. And that's a, that's a topic of conversation that comes up a lot is, is uh, um, the work-life balance. And, um, you know, whether that particular topic would have come up back then or not, I would have gained a lot more information had I had a resource like CEBI before I took over the company. Okay. So Zoltan, I always ask this question, what do you believe makes uh, some people successful while others tend to struggle? Um, I got a, a couple, couple little items that I have here. Um, one of them is, um, you know, I guess basing decision-making on, on values and culture, you know, all, all the decisions in the company top down, you know, hiring, especially, um, you know, you look at you look at your core values, and you you look at, at your company's culture, and and uh, whether it's finding the right person for the job, um, whether it's you know, do we buy this piece of equipment? Whether we take on this job? Whether we try this new market? Um, you know, that's all all should be based on on what your values really are. Um, you know, finding the right people um, with the for us, it's we're not going to find people off the street to do what we do. So we have to try to find people with the right values and attitudes to fit our culture. And we could teach them the skills later. I mean, um, you know, we'll hire you know twenty year old kids from working in a grocery store and turn them into a, a a crew leader on one of our crews within a handful of years. So it's if you find the right person, you can teach them the skills. And the right people with the right values, they tend to make the right decisions. So, um, you know, that being said, it makes my job that much easier. Um, another thing, too, is checking your ego when you need to. You're not always the expert, so you might need some help. Don't be afraid to ask for it. Don't be afraid to listen to other people. And take take what you hear and, and you know, forge it into your own style. Um, uh for, for us too, it's you know part of that ego thing is focusing on a bottom line, not on a top line. Some people like to rattle off big numbers, and uh, you know I'm not I'm not as concerned with what's at the top. I'm more concerned with what's at the bottom on the uh, on all that paperwork that uh, comes through for us every month. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that uh, just don't do a good job when when we do something. You know, we we do what we say and and we do what we say we're going to do and then we go out and we do it well. Um, so following through on your commitments and producing not just a great product, but, you know, produce a great balance sheet too. And then, um, you know, all part of it all kind of leads into not compromising on your quality and, uh, and your commitments and then not compromising on your prices as well. Well, Sultan, those are great values and, and, and a great roadmap for leading and running a company. And it sounds like you've got the, the right tools in, in place throughout the years uh, for success. And, and I'm going to ask you now, uh, you know, based on, based on that, what is it that makes you optimistic about the future of Param Electric and, and Lampion? Well, um, 
in my head, it's kind of like there's not much more choice than to be optimistic if you want things to to keep moving forward. Um, you know, despite current events, that's you know, we're still in a land of opportunity. If you if you choose to pursue it, um, you know, nobody, nobody's going to guarantee us our happiness, but we are guaranteed a chance to pursue that happiness. Um, so there's that 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 song that I had mentioned earlier. There's a verse in there, and it it goes. Uh, you know, I'm not going to sing it for you or anything like that, but I'll I'll just read I'll, it to you. I'll come on, Sultan, sing. <laughs> Go ahead and sing it. <laughs> They say, when nothing is owed, deserved, or expected, and your life doesn't change by the man that's elected, if you're loved by someone, you're never rejected, decide what to be and go be it. So, you know, in my head, you know, as long as we're not complacent and, and just expect things to happen and be handed to us, we've got that ability to succeed, especially if you've got, especially if you've got help, you surround yourself with help, um, you know, you, you seek out information and, and guidance and things like that um you know to, that that's kind of that you know love's kind of one of those one of those squishy touchy-feely words for uh old construction guys but uh you know maybe instead of love we you know use guidance and just um you know help and that sort of stuff um so you know at the end of the day, we've got a lot of people on our team who kind of exemplify those sentiments, and and I feel like are going to become our our next generation of leaders. That uh, you know they're not they're not expecting anything out of life. If they know that if 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 it's going to happen for them, they got to go out and get it, and um, that's kind of their that's kind of the way they they run their uh, their own personal lives, and it it really shows when uh, when they show up to work. Well, Zoltan, that's a fantastic outlook uh, that you have, and and I'm glad to see that you and your people and your company are uh, enjoying some success along the way, and uh, you, you certainly have shared some great stories about your successes and challenges uh, along the way and how you've handled that and how you've navigated those seas. Uh, but we're about out of time, Zoltan, and I want to uh, wrap this up and uh, I want to just ask you, where's the best place for our listeners to go to connect with you, learn more about uh, Param Electric and Lampion and uh, maybe connect with you? Okay. Well, um, our, uh, our website, um, we've got uh, one for each company, paramelectric.com. And then we've got uh, lampioncompanies.com. So you can explore both companies and what we do. and um, uh, where we do it. Um, and then, uh, email, uh, Z Kovacs at paramlampion.com. Um, always, always available, always there. So, um, uh, you know, if anybody, uh, would like to reach out, happy to, uh, to talk some more and somebody's got some advice for me. I'm happy to listen. Zoltan, it's been a real pleasure having you on the show today. Uh, our guest today has been Zoltan Kovacs, the president of Param Electric and Lampion as well in the great state of Ohio. Uh, Zoltan, we hope uh, we get a chance to reconnect with you again on another show. Thank you for joining us again today. Sounds good. I appreciate the uh, opportunity to uh, to tell my story and um, uh, you know, share some of the little tidbits of information rattling around in my brain. The Lessons from the Boardroom podcast is sponsored by Chief Executive Boards. It's lonely at the top. But that doesn't mean you need to go it alone. We've got your back. 
At Chief Executive Boards, you have access to business best practices, insights, and resources that can help you eliminate the stress, anxiety, and pitfalls of running a business. Whenever you're ready, here's how we can help. Number one, get a copy of Kevin's book, In Search of Balance, The Business Owner's Guide to Building a Business and a Life at chiefexecutiveboards.com slash book. Number two, attend a Chief Executive Boards event in your area to find out if CEBI can help you. For a list of upcoming events in your area, go to chiefexecutiveboards.com slash events or call 864-527-5917.